Except for Ryan. Ryan thinks it's disgusting. So why don't we try that? Did you even try it? No. Ice coffee? It's disgusting. I want to try it. Because it's it's disgusting. What is wrong with you? I'm disgusted having this conversation right now. It's that disgusting. That's disgusting. The fact that we haven't started the goddamn show yet. All right, so we're gonna oh, try something new tonight. Smell the ice Let's try and do this in an hour yeah, forty. Exactly what we're smelling. Oh, right. Let's okay, try doing right. this in an hour fifteen, and we're gonna completely yeah. cut out the extra intro padded time. Go, Bob. Wait, we're actually recording in the same audio file. Go. <laughs> okay, wait one second. Wait, I just <laughs> oh, wait a minute. The yeah. fifteen-second clock of no, buffer to time. Announcer mode. This is okay. Here, there was what ten seconds gone. 14, 15. Well, I'd start, but someone's talking. Shocker. Oh, that's right. Oh, anyway. yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's start this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota, it's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! If you call me Bobo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's gonna like have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real nice, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. <sighs> Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh my gosh, now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. When I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, Ryan way, I can't cook. I, can't. I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and burning right, dinner. What? No. You burnt dinner? I did. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why were you doing Bob I'm so there? sorry, Be Bob. Be woman. Wake up and smell the... <laughs> Hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry, that was season two A, Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it oatmo. Wake up and smell the oatmo. Oh, smell the oatmo. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Boobwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist kind of way. Five, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me and it was so darn cute, but it was Jen, what are you doing? I had a splinter in my fist and I was looking for my tweezers. (laughs) Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we? Oh, wait, you guys actually got quiet. I wasn't expecting you to actually get quiet. (laughs) Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. grumpy. I'm not grumpy at all. I am drinking. Oh. I wish that I was. This would be a fun party. You only get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not even a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got three. I got one. I got a rock. How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? They start with N? Good letter thoughts, guys. Here it goes. Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Ray just says nope. Sorry, Bob. Dang it, Ray. Thought you'd have my back. Doesn't have the front. <laughs> it's fracking cold here. Ted, I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this. You're like, now how do I do this again? Rachel can hear 
April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down! Oh, he's slowing oh, down! No. <laughs> we have everyone watching at the exact same time. It's a ginormous file! This is awesome. It's like Blu-ray quality! <laughs> like one-tenth speed bothering his buns. <laughs> this is exceptional. You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People that had no interest in being my friend. <laughs> really? I need my you can see person. out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the mech McGorgasm thing that Bobby said one time. The McGorgasm? That's hilarious. It's harder to say than mayoral. That's wicked funny. It's <laughs> the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get work on that right after the McGangbang. C-O-M-E, Jack. Bob is a boot man. Oh, I gave the episode. I want to go last. Wake up and smell the freshly baked birthday cake, Poovanians. This is Point of View Weekly, the morning show yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. And I want to do this again because I just realized that my fan is on and it's going click, 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 click. And let's go ahead and turn that fan off. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, well, even notice I didn't it. Hear it. I didn't hear I, it. I didn't notice it, but now we're down another minute. <laughs> Stop. I love how Ryan's worried about time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Waiting for the fan to physically stop, so we got probably another 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Slowest <laughs> fan in the world. Yeah, it's just dying down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We'll get work on that right after the McGangbang. C-O-M-E, Jack. is a boot man. Oh, in the episode. I want to go last. Wake up and smell the freshly baked birthday cake, Poovanians. This is Point of View Weekly, the morning show yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and I'm sitting here at the Table of Awesome, which is decorated for Poofwa, I'm sorry, not Poofwa, the Point of View Weekly third birthday. Yes, the third birthday. We've been around for three years, folks. That's crazy. And I wouldn't be anywhere else but celebrating with my closest of friends, starting with my Biffle, Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing? I am doing very well. I invited Bob inadvertently today <laughs> to a baby shower. You ever have that moment where you're using messages on your phone and you accidentally you hit the wrong one because you think you're doing the last person you responded to, but it's moving you up to like the top of yeah. the chronological Ryan list. does that every day. Yeah. So I text people about people constantly. Well, I was trying to invite my sister-in-law somewhere and I accidentally invited Bob to Danielle's baby shower, which is fine. He's more than welcome. He just lives in like Alaska or somewhere. So it, it, it's... You don't remember where I live? You live in Fresno? Yeah. All right. Look at me. That's in California. So I invited Bob. Bob's first reaction is, men are allowed. <laughs> yes, Bob, men are allowed. Well, I'm just I thought at- you weren't having a baby shower. We found a way around it, Sue. You found a way around it. Okay. Here's how we found a way around it. Sometimes, like, in Congress, if they need three days to do something, they all just vote and say it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're just not going to call the shower. And then we're good. So you're and just we're having inviting, baby party. And we're inviting men, so it's not like the ladies only like mm. bullshit stuff. Ooh, after the intro, because we have like twelve yeah. minutes of Look intro. Look at Ryan left. hijacking the intro again. I have an episode for Bob I have an episode. I have a question You've for used Bob. Up two minutes of intro time. Well that's more than Bob took trying to turn his fan off. 
Well, speaking of turning fans off, we have the only woman on the face <laughs> of the planet who could suffer being married to Ryan, mm. Danielle. Danielle, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, Bob. I'm, I'm restraining myself from punching Ryan across the table. He's <laughs> messing with my, my hormones right now. <laughs> Just because I told you You're to stop reading. You're trying my patience. I'm like, stop reading during the podcast. I'm not reading anything. The background of Yosemite. I'm looking at Yosemite National Park You're right now. CNN. I'm no, really, CNN. App before you pull up your browser history. Show us what you know about me. It's on Amazon. All right. Anywho, <laughs> last but not least, <laughs> we have Sue, our lovely producer, Sue. Sue, how are you? I am better now. I had a rough morning. Yeah, from the sounds of it on Facebook, that is definitely the case. It was not good. There was a lot of swearing going on. On Facebook. There was. I'm guessing she was swearing at one particular chicken. The, would this be the fucking chicken Sue spoke That's of? The- Fucking chicken! Alright. I just remember when when we were visiting Ducksfoot Farm and all we would hear in the morning was, Ah, you stupid bitch! (laughs) (laughs) She would be yelling at the chickens. (laughs) No, you called them something though. I forget what you. Danielle's like, Why did you call me Ryan? No, I did hear, like, not a. I don't know. You called the chicken something. It was really funny. <laughs> Bitch probably wasn't the right word, but. Yeah, I doubt it was that. No. I, I usually I just tell him to get the hell out of my way. Maybe that was it. I don't know. Well, <laughs> don't, did you? I don't know. I dripped egg on my shoe the other day, so now every time I go in there, they attack my feet. Oh, no. Sue was turning on to all of these Facebook groups. It's like the gentle barn where, you know, cows can go and like and live their lives and never have to give milk and, and except for their young and, you know, <laughs> pigs get to run in the fields doing pig like things and cats in wheelchairs and this wonderful thing. I'm picturing if Sue ever became, you know, a, a, like a like an animal rescue. Like, you fucking bitch as she chases the chickens across the Maybe it was well, like apparently the really bad thing about this was <laughs> I must have been real. Well, I was bad, <coughs> but I scared the dog half to death. Oh no! Yeah, she must have thought you were maybe yelling at her. She she did. She yeah, ran for it. It was yeah. Really funny. So I went out to take care of the chickens, and I thought I would be nice, and I got straw for them because they like to you know peck around in the straw. So I'm trying to get in the gate with the straw in my hand, and this one chicken gets out. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, oh, I hate you. So I'm trying to get her back in, and she's, you know, she's afraid of us. Yeah. For some reason, are terrified of us. So she wants to. You probably saw what happened to the possum and the skunk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen what these people do. And I'm trying to let her in. And, but she won't go come in past me. And so finally I get mad. And all of this is taking place. I have to be at the courthouse at 8 o'clock for jury orientation. And I'm terrified I'm going to be late. Oh, no. So, yeah. So here we have. And, and so I do my, my things. And I go out. And I'm throwing the corn for the other chickens. And I look up. And she's eating our grapes. And we only have a few you, grapes. Yeah. You, it's not a right. grape year. And don't the alpacas get them sometimes, too? They don't eat the grapes. They just eat the grape leaves. Oh, okay. Those okay. chickens eating the grapes. So I'm like, you better get over here. Mom's going to kill you. And I go after her. And I, I'm throwing corn down, trying to get her close enough to me so I can grab her. And I can't get a hold of her. And I march up to the house. And Bonnie's like, hi, Mom. Are you going to feed me? And I'm like, get out of my way. I don't have time for you. Oh, no. He runs upstairs. Oh. Alice upstairs jumps in bed with Mom and comes with her and goes, 
Yeah, Bonnie doesn't do stairs well. Is that not correct? Yeah. <laughs> At which point the kitten, who has decided that the upstairs is the only safe place away from the dog, went, oh, shit! <laughs> 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 She never leaves the property, but yesterday she left the property. <gasps> and she was down on the street. So I come back from chasing the chicken with the net, trying to catch her. <laughs> now the chicken's gone out to the street, and I'm like, fine, I hope something eats you. And I come marching back up to the house, and the dog's gone. And I'm like, oh, crap, she left again. So I look in the house. <laughs> She's like, I'm from a broken oh home. God, so I'm starting to scream for the dog. Mom's going, what did you do to the dog? I'm like, what did, you, what did I do to the dog? The effing chickens are eating the effing grapes and I have to leave. And she's like, she's in bed with me. She's terrified. What did you do to the dog? And I said, I didn't do anything to the dog, but I'm going to kill that chicken. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, mom comes downstairs and she looks at me and she's like, you're very upset. And I said, I am. I'm so mad at that chicken because I don't have any time this morning. And... I'm trying to save our grapes. Right. And Mom said, you're going to sour the kombucha. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but all I can picture is Sue in front of the judge. Give him a death penalty! It's like a jaywalking oh. case in downtown Skaboos. Kombucha tea. You can buy yeah. kombucha tea in the, in the stores it's and like, stuff. So we're yeah. making our own Because it's way cheaper to make your own. Yes. Yeah. But it literally says in the instructions that in less... If there's a lot of anger and stuff like that, it will ruin the kombucha. Really? So it says, be happy. So mom comes, you're going to ruin my kombucha. (laughs) (laughs) So I get to the courthouse and they're like, you have to go up these stairs. And she takes one look at me limping in, you know, how I walk. Yeah. She said, you can take the elevator. So I get in the elevator. Okay. Help me out. How, How stupid am I here? I go into the lobby of the courthouse. I get on the elevator. I need to go to the next floor. Yeah. What button do you push? Oh. You have a choice of one, two, and three. Oh. I would uh, say two. Say two. Yeah. Two. Push two. Stand there. Gee, the ele- doors close. Yeah. The elevator doesn't seem to be moving. I wonder what's wrong. All around the elevator are signs. If the elevator gets stuck, push this button for... Two second intervals, four times, and someone will come and rescue you. I'm like, oh, great. So there's a blind person on the elevator that breaks down and they're standing. I know. I'm thinking, well, maybe it's just a really slow elevator. So I'm standing there and I'm standing there and I'm standing there. And finally, after five minutes of not getting to the next floor, (laughs) I'm like, crap, I'm stuck in the elevator. This is just perfect for my morning. <laughs> so at this point, there's a warrant out for your arrest for skipping out on jury duty. Skipping out on jury duty. So I push the button and I'm like, and they're like, 911. And I'm like, hi, I'm stuck in the elevator at the courthouse. It doesn't seem to be moving. She's like, okay, we'll send somebody. At that exact moment, the doors open and somebody else gets on. Oh my God. You haven't gone anywhere. From the floor that I was on. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, this is weird. And the lady pushes the button and I said, you know, I've been stuck on here. I just got off the phone with the operator. They're sending somebody. And the lady's like, oh, crap. And she's trying to pull the doors open. And so she hits the down button, the number one button, thinking that's going to open the doors. Well, we drop like a stone. (gasps) (gasps) Oh, my God. (laughs) And at the bottom, when the doors open, Casey's there. And Casey's there to rescue us. He's like, hi, ladies. Who's I Casey? Heard you needed rescuing. Who's I Casey? I have no idea, but he's got a thing on, and the lady that was with me knew him. Okay. 
And so, apparently, uh. I was on the second floor to begin with, and I needed to go to the third floor. Okay. <laughs> and I pushed the second floor button. I just stayed put. <laughs> there wasn't, like, a door open button? Oh, well, there so. was, but I was afraid I was, like, between <laughs> floors, so I didn't want to push the door open button. What were you afraid was going to happen? You'd open the door, oh, look, it's a wall. A wall. Like, now you're gonna, that's where they happen. keep the poison gas. Like you're... I wouldn't have thought anything of it if there hadn't been signs in the elevator going, if you get stuck, call this number. Oh, my God. <sighs> so, anyhow, at... In 30 minutes, I'm supposed to call and find out if I have jury duty tomorrow. Wait, you have to go back again? Yeah, the, today was disorientation. I have I have to call every Tuesday night for the next month to see if I need to go in the next day. That's oh, insane. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize how much I get off with in California then. In California, basically what you do is you get your week. Yeah. And you call every day for a week. And at the end of the week, you're done. Whether regardless if you got pulled in or not. No, we only yeah. call one day a week. We do. We only have one day, and you're either called for, you're, you're either going to be on trial, then you're there for the extent of the trial, or you're dismissed. So D- Danielle gets herself off of jury duty, but I'm the only one who has to still well, go. I okay. get picked for all the juries because um, I look like I'm lawful. And at the time, yes, I got called. Yes, I was working the night shift. Yes. So that would have been pretty difficult to then get mm-hmm. off work at five in the morning and report for jury duty three hours later. Yeah. Yes. That would have been tough. Yeah. You should have gone for but night court. I would have said just kill them all at any at that point. Just let me sleep. You're a Unitarian. You're a terrible Unitarian. Mm-hmm. You're trying to kill people. Well, Sue's killing the oh, fucking God. chickens. So. Murdering chickens. Sue's murdering. I got out of jury duty the time before because it was during that time when that really awful flu was in, was in the United States. The one where, you know, people were dying left and right. The one from the last ship or the one from the Walking Avian Dead? Flu? I don't think it was the avian flu, It's but it was some... Really <laughs> H1N1? Bad. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But anyhow, we had like eight kids out with it in one oh, day. Oh, wow. Oh, jeez. And I called them up and I just said, I just need to know what happens if I wake up in the morning and I don't feel well because I'm a preschool teacher and eight of my kids are out with the flu right now. Shit. And I feel okay right now, but... You never, never know. know. And she said, don't come. Yeah. You d- yeah. And so I didn't have to do anything. They just took me off the list completely. Yeah. Bob, speaking of swine flu, have you oh, seen... Oh, swine flu. It could have been that one. Is that one. the big one? Yeah. Well, there's swine, bird... Mm-hmm. We watch a lot of shows with flu. Well, no, but those were real. Mm-hmm. Well, the last ship that that's thing not was, the flu. It, it's just a they virus. They call it the red flu. No, they call. They call it the they red flu. They just started calling it that. They've called it that continuously. I think it's more like Anyhow. Ebola, where you bleed out of your eyeballs. It's not Ebola. Ebola is different. The bull is the one you just have to wash your hands, right? Shut up. All right, um, Bob. Have you seen the trailer to Fear the Walking Dead? If not, why? I think I have. It's three minutes long, Bob. Quite possibly I've seen it. Do you remember what you thought of it when you saw it, Bob? <laughs> it's going to be scarier than The Walking Dead. Um, mainly because at this point with The Walking Dead, everyone and their mother is a zombie. Uh, while in this show, everyone and their mother is still normal-ish. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it talks, it's basically, it takes place in L.A. Yep. It's about the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. Yes. So it seems like there's going to be a lot more scary jump at you moments because it's like you don't expect it's zombies all over the place. like we're alive. Kind of, yeah. It'd be like, kind of like almost like more like the beginning of we're alive. 
Well, it's also to like all the little moments that you never got to see because Rick was in a coma. So he woke up and we only saw it from his perspective after the apocalypse happened. This is a bunch of people watching CNN and they see this guy being placed on a gurney and all of a sudden he jumps up and bites the neck of the first responder on CNN live. Oh, geez. So it's like the whole world's like, what's going on? So it's, it's you get to see, and Daniel vomits all over the living No, but <laughs> I just wouldn't watch it. It's like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. So it's, it, it's, it's, it's really looking good. Like I'm yeah. very excited. It's but actually already been uh, upped for a second season. They, they picked that. Haven't even, not even coming out yet. That's kind of strange, don't you think? Well, no. Sometimes they'll do that, but I can't remember a case off the top of my head right now where they did that and it's worked out well. They did that for Boss with uh, Kelsey Grammer, and they did that for Glee. Well, Glee had at least already had a season. They just renewed it for two more. No, they already had four. They renewed it for five and six. Oh, is that what it was? I and thought they got, got renewed for like two and three. No, no. And they actually renewed it for, um, oh, maybe they did. Yeah, it I was earlier did. on, I yeah. thought. It's but a weird little I, show. I don't know. Well, they just, re- is there a show in the air called like Aquarius or Aqua or something with, with pastels or something? There's a show on like NBC, which is like the worst of the big networks right now. Mm-hmm. And they renewed the show for a second season. Its ratings are so low. They're already like the lowest ratings in the history of network television. Mm-hmm. And they're actually getting so low, they're not really able to measure if people are watching it. Because it's literally that low. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We don't watch much we don't. cable TV. We watch the last network chip. TV, whatever. Yeah, that's about it. That's like the only thing we watch, like, really. Well, I mean, it is. Oh, I think you like it. It's really good. It is. No, 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 no. I've seen the first season. I just haven't seen the second season. Second season is great. It's been really good. It's it's very strong. More episodes. And the rating, TNT's ratings are dropping, but the ratings of the show are actually very good. The ratings last night, actually, I think were the highest of the season. Really? Last night's episode, it, it, it gained some, it was good. some, some yeah, ground it was good. there. So that, that it's excellent, excellent, excellent show. I can't love it anymore if I tried. I can't. And Danielle stays up past seven. I actually it. stay up and watch it. Yeah. Well, I have to poke you because every once in a while you do that thing where you close your eyes for three minutes, but you're listening. Yeah, I, I know. That. Every now and then that happens. It's that tough. But. It does happen. Speaking of adaptations of our favorite stories ever, mm-hmm. uh, Hypable has just posted uh, the first screenshots from. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Uh, the Shadow Hunters. Uh, oh God! Is this from that stupid? Which, all, which is the fr- Cassie Clare tel- book? The, the television adaptation of Cassandra Clare's Mortal Instruments series. It's as ridiculous as you would expect. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Community was canceled. Oh, God. Yeah, Community was canceled. Yeah, Community was that. canceled, breaking. All right, hold on. So this is that stupid thing that Jen made us do. All right, so that's, that is Ginny Weasley in the picture. Is that correct? No? It's a redhead. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the pictures. Oh, you already looked this up? Wow, I, that's pretty fast. I already have it up. Yeah, I have. I have um, that's yeah. not. I want to say the redhead is Clary. Clearly, now that's her is, uh, brother, James. husband to the to the right there. Huh? What did you just look up? I went to hypable. Oh, I want to see the picture. Yeah. Well, because isn't it like her brother? Then we find out in the one I refuse to read. It's not the brother. Really the brother who's you know. Yeah. Oh. That's, yeah. All right, now I see them with leather pants. Um, everyone has tattoos. I see oh, that picture. Now we know why Jen likes it. Everyone's wearing leather. There's a lot of leather. 
Now the, there's a there's a woman in a in a in a red dress, Bob. I don't know who that is, but looking at her quickly, she looks like uh, the wife from Homeland, Wait who is also on Firefly. What's her name? Uh, what's the, the is name? this the picture you're looking at? Yeah, but what's the name? No, no. What's Harry Potter and Ginny? That's like look at that. Well, okay, but what you're looking at is you're looking at a redhead in a pair of glasses, and you're saying clearly that's Harry Potter. Well, she ripped off from every other series in the world, so that, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me it if that's what they. What was her for. name on uh, Firefly? The the um, companion, not the companion. The that's uh, her on the other show, uh-huh. Anara. Um, that is the, that is the, the companion. The redhead looks like Anara in the next picture down. That's jeez. There's a okay. Is that that's the kid from uh, Glee? I think in the next one, hmm. the next picture, and there's still a great deal of. I don't watch enough Glee to know who the heck you're talking. There's about. There's a great deal of leather in that one. There I think is a lot of I think the one who leather. you think is looks like Anara. I think that's a, okay. So there's like there's a photo of Jace and Clary, and then does, then there's like isn't it like the best friend and his sister? Mm-hmm. I think that's who they are. I don't okay. know if that's a sister. So, oh, now I see that picture. Okay. okay. Oh, wait a minute. Did I forget the scene where she's like, I know you came here in the middle of the night and you didn't have the time to stop off for some clothes, so I'll loan you my leather? Was that a thing? Wait. That was a thing. So is Clary the redhead? Or I think the- Clary's the redhead. Yeah, Clary's the redhead, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because she's Jenny Weasley. Right. And he's Draco. Oh, yeah. Remember? It's all coming back. So that's Isabella in the red. I'm yes. thinking. Right? Yeah. In the dress. In the dress. Yeah, she are- does look like an R a little bit in that Are picture. they supposed to all have the tattoos, though, or is that just a thing? I don't Did I forget the tattoos? This looks terrible. I don't remember. It, it was not really fleshed out all that well. Yeah. I don't know. I, it, it, it looks awful. I'm, I'm deeply yeah. concerned about that. I just figured since how much we all love that book, I figured I'd show Well, Bob, if I recall, you enjoyed the ride. I did enjoy the ride. <laughs> enjoy the ride. <laughs> You'll never live down the ride. If I recall. I was reading a book the other day, and I was thinking to myself, you know what? This is not is strongly written is the last book I read and then all I could think of was it smells of green oh of dirt and the things mm. that grow in dirt <laughs> the things that grow in dirt in dirt in dirt and then I felt better so I'm I'm enjoying felt better about yourself basically every book I read now is wonderful because I've I've survived that <laughs> book so god <laughs> There's that. Uh, another I, thing. I've looked up the IMDb if we need to know anybody's names. Mm-hmm. I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay, I'm fine. Um, another <laughs> thing is, I noticed on um, when we went to watch um, The Last Starfire this evening, I did notice that on um, iTunes you can buy um, Guardian of the Galaxy, Guardian of the Galaxy's Origins. Is that a thing? It's an animated series. It's like $8.99 for three or four episodes, and it's prequel related stuff for the Guardians of the Galaxy characters. Was this a thing that we knew about? I figured Bob might I know. didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. Bobo? Wait, what? Sorry. I was Bobo's well, like Ryan's talking. I'm gonna catch up on my Ryan's sleep. talking, I usually kind of uh He's talking to you, Bob. Guardian of the Galaxy Origins animated. Uh-huh. Are are you familiar? I am not. Okay. Well I should probably I d- yeah I mean I don't know. Look this up. I just figured you knew everything so I told you he wasn't gonna know. Why did you think why do you have no faith in Bob? I don't you were like, well, I'm going to ask Bob. He'll know. I'm like, why would Bob automatically know about Guardians of the Galaxy? Someone's like scratching themselves. Is anyone else hearing this? Is lo- it's like, like it, there's a lot of this type of noise Maybe. going on right now. No, it's it sounds like bit. plastic. It is. Someone's eating. It's soup. It's, 
It's Alex. Oh, oh the cat. I thought it was Bob. No, Alex just yeah, joined cat. us. Oh, kitty. I can't say anything because my kid's probably going to be on the podcast in a few weeks. Well, all I know is we're going to have to do to Sammy what you do to Alex, and she's going to have to be partially shaved because her, her fur is just a mess. It's, she's a hot mess. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's good. I feel bad because it's our fault. We don't brush her enough. And, and well, she hates I, it. I feel really bad, but it's hard to brush her belly because she doesn't really like having her belly brush. And that's where all the knots are. So yeah. I feel like they're going to have to shave her belly when I bring her to the vet on Sunday. <laughs> I feel bad, but it's the summer. So yes. any time to do it, it's now. loves having his belly. Does he? He's always laying on his side with his belly up. Yeah. Well, she does that. Yeah, she does that a lot lately. She lays on her on her back with her mm. belly up. So belly maybe she up. won't mind. Yeah, maybe she won't mind. I don't think she'll. It's not as bad as in the winter when they get they can get colder. But now mm-hmm. it's so it's warm enough that I think she'll be all right. She just has such like thick fur. It's not just long. It's very thick. Just like well, you just like Alex. So it's like just knots. Yeah, I cut. That's how I got rid of him a little bit ago before you guys called. Yeah, he's, he, most of him's fine, but his butt area is just full of stuff. So <laughs> his I butt area off of his butt area, and he was like, "All right, I'm leaving." He's like, "Nope, I'm done." Speaking of leaving, no longer fun. Bob has just sent me a cryptic "be right back" two minutes. Oh, because BRB. I think it was around the time we started mentioning mentioning Alex's butt area. Brb. Now the other thing is. At this point, Bob is getting uncomfortable because we're talking about the absence of Bob as a podcast topic. So I think he's trying to race back to the podcast, but unfortunately, he's pr- he 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 may be like going to the bathroom or something. Like he, or, or, or he has dogs. A lot of times, he has to go do something with the dogs. Like go play fetch. Like what do you think he's doing with the dogs? No, but sometimes I think they bark outside of his room, so he tries to. Because they wish to be with Bob. Tries to skedaddle them. He does. Shush the dog. I think there's only one. Oh. It's just a very loud dog, and it runs in circles. Well, dogs are loud. It presents as many dogs. We're surrounded by sleeping cats. We are. Well, we have that one and that one. Sammy's sleeping on the table next to us, and Herbie passed out. We have as many as three of them. Is that correct? I don't know where Chuck is, but. Well, now it's awkward about our podcast setup. When we start recording, it's daylight. Now it's dark. Now so it's dark. We're just sitting in the it's wicked dark. dark. All the windows yeah, are open. Yeah. Oh, I'm back. Sorry. I was, Hello, Bob. I, uh, for those of you who didn't know, we had a meeting beforehand, and it took a while. And I was like, I'm not going to make it. I need to use the restroom. I yeah. guessed it. Oh, he was anyway. right. I figured you were your dog was meeting you or something. And I brought up, yeah. I brought this up earlier in in the meeting, but mm-hmm. I, I, I I wanted to share it with our group because I think it, it says a lot about our individual characteristics. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy meetings with Bob. Because Bob is so organized, you can't have a meeting with Bob. You have to have a meeting to plan what you're going to say at the meeting. So when you get to the meeting, you don't waste time. Exactly. So what happens is, Bob, you get to the meeting with with Danielle, and and Danielle hasn't spoken to Bob. And I'm like, all right, let's sit down and hash this thing out with Bob. And Bob's like, all right, I've met with Sue, and we've coordinated messages, and we are in you. And I speak for her. And then he tells me what the group consensus is. And I'm like, I just got to the meeting. I just got here. I have umbrella points. I want to. Oh, so we already just, we voted. Aww. I'm like, <laughs> voted. 
I, I like Hi, to I'm consolidate Ryan. my political power within within groups, and like you know, Ryan. just get things done faster. It's like the who needs a bureaucracy when you can have a dictator. Oh, no, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it was just an idea that I presented. Gosh, it wasn't like it's like you know, it's my way or the highway or anything. Yes, but I just think it's funny that now because meetings are a pretty big deal for us. If you're coming from the, from the Pofo side of the merger, mm-hmm. and meetings are a pretty big deal because we never had meetings. We just kind of yeah. Things. That's a, they yeah. only had meetings where they were going to fire somebody. We did. We say that oh, because really? Mike is well. We only had we only fired like four, seven people. Uh, what? But, <laughs> seven people. We, seven. We, we hired three of them back, and, oh. and well, I think we should have. Like a top ten list of the top ten people. Oh my we God! What if I get fired? Who is by? Well, you were on the on the on the border for once, but we, we decided to hang on to you. You got renewed for the second season. What? You're, you're good. You're like Kess from Voyager. Remember Kess? Nope. No. Nope. Oh, oh, fuck yeah, that's you. Why, that's why. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, I don't like you today. I don't know what happened. I really Kess. don't like you. I don't know today. what happened to Kess. You Honestly, compare me to Kess. She went nuts. Just for that one bad episode. No. The, Didn't she try to kill Neelix at one point? She, no. she, she didn't try and kill Neelix. She went nuts. Totally she tried to like destroy Voyager. All right, that was when she actually went nuts. Yes, really. But that was when they brought. What they did was they fired her, and then they brought her back two years later, probably desperate for money, and said, "Do you want to do another episode?" Sure. Okay. By the way, you're oh, gonna by come the back, way, you're gonna be nuts. and you're gonna be <clears throat> off your fucking your rocker, yeah. and they brought her back. Freaking batshit crazy. Episode. Then Michael Dorn does eleven seasons and cast gets. Michael Dorn is fantastic, okay? He is. He wants to do a Captain so, Morph series. Sue is desperate to change the topic, so let's go um, with Captain Sue Morph. We're, we're at our 45-minute mark, so... <sighs> this is the thing. We must... So, there was a meeting. We must... In the meeting, we agreed we would cease discussion at this time and move on to another more pertinent topic. Which is the last Starfighter. The last My Starfighter. question is, are we going to have Bob read the story, or are we going to talk about the last Starfighter? I think we should well, have we planned this the movie, in the meeting. Right? I think we should have planned this in the meeting. We should have planned this ahead of time. We should have. We should have well, had a meeting I mean now, before the pre-meeting. Which, what are we going to talk about? I think first? we should do the last Starfighter, and we, we will end on the story. For those of you who are about to turn over and go to the morning stream, I just have to let you know in the last episode... <laughs> Bob did a shout out for someone to write fan fiction of me on a date with Dolores Umbridge because I think I would have preferred Umbridge to nurse to not Narcissa the other one Bell, uh, Bellatrix. Bellatrix and uh, Cora has written like a six page single space adverb laden fic where I date Dolores Umbridge so we're gonna have um, excerpts from that it's gonna be a lot of monologue and we're gonna and we're gonna, and we're gonna release that's the point dear how you think I got you. You just okay, repeated so West Wing lines to me, and it worked. Because Aaron Sorkin is a genius. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna close on that. We're gonna put the fic up for for people who want them. Actually, yeah, I should we'll tell you that because then you'll go to the morning stream. The last Starfighter. Stop listening. Okay. So shouldn't have said that. So the last Starfighter. Now, okay, so let's get some generalized so, information about. Yeah, this. Bob, you lead us off here because this was y- your uh, suggestion. Yes. Um, I was uh, one day trying to come up with stuff for us to do on the show, and I remember that most of our movie selections had been from the 1980s. That's uh, true. We have had our fair share of 80s movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've done the Flight Goonies, of the Navigator, Goonies. Flight of the Navigator, um, Labyrinth. Labyrinth, yeah. Um, so a lot of the uh, 80 movie, 80s movies that a lot of us grew up with. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles, Turtles. Yeah, that's more of a 90s. Well, I was going to say that's 90s, yeah. 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 So 
I remember going through something of like Will Wheaton's or something. I don't remember some nerdy something, and basically it listed off like great '80s movies such as The Goonies and all the, and then The Last Starfighter. And I was like, well, okay, that'd be interesting. That was lumped in with the Goonies. Do you know why Will Whedon said that, though? Mm. Will Whedon was in The Last Starfighter, and they cut him. Uh-huh. Was it cut? I was like, I was trying to find He him. was in the credits. He was apparently he was actually in the, the end credits. He's one of um, Alex's, friends, Alex's friends, but I think he's all of his scenes are cut, but he's actually listed in the credits. Mm. So anyway. That would be why he was on the list. But then, so I was like, so that's what put it on my radar. Okay. But then later, as we began, for those of you who don't know, we will be next week, or whenever we podcast again, uh, we will be reviewing the Ernest Klein book, uh, Armada, and The Last Starfighter, without giving too much away, uh, is, is mentioned a bit. In the beginning yes. of the story. That I'm glad in I saw because I haven't started the book now, yet. Danielle, I will look be doing. of sheer terror on her face when Bob says, next week we'll be no, discussing. I'll, Danielle's like looking for it. a Kindle. No worries. I'll, you know, I, I did it in a day and a half. It's, yeah. it's, it's an easy read. Yeah, I'll get it done. Um, and I'm oh, so tempted to talk about it, but no, we, we'll hold off. Um, but anyway, it gets referenced uh, a fair bit for reasons uh, that we'll talk about when we do a review of our model. <coughs> and I was like, okay. Let's watch. Let's let's watch the last Starfighter as something that we could do leading up to Armada, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so that's why we're ending up watching the last Starfighter. Um, just a couple of things about it. It was released in the best year ever, nineteen eighty four, which happens to be the year I was born. The year he's of not, your birth. He's not getting any older. The, not getting so, any older. To to put this in perspective, I graduated from high school in eighty three. I'm old. Maybe that's, I was born in okay. 83. Maybe that's why you're having difficulty <laughs> with elevators. Get on. Now, I oh, right. <laughs> Actually, you know, interesting. Uh, one of the interesting facts about this movie, like, I start going through the IMDb. Most of the cast is dead. Really? Yeah. Like it's. I haven't creepy. heard of most of these people. I know. Yeah. I, I. Oh, there was one guy I wanted to look up. I'm well, look up a lot of the cast are a little Centauri, are older. Centauri has passed away. Like, well, yeah. Well, he was. He was kind of. He, he would be ninety-five if he were yeah. still alive, correct? Something like that. Well, he died like twenty years later, didn't he? The co-pilot. The co-pilot, I think, is has uh, since passed away. It was also thirty years ago. Yeah. It's hard to remember that the fact that these great eighties movies are thirty years old. Yeah, thirty years, years old. old. Oh my yeah. god! Well, it's like I'm watching West Wing the other day. I'm like, all right, this is sixteen years. Do you do the thing where you watch like a television series in particular, and you're like, say it went on like eight years, and you're like, you know, compared to the second season episodes, the eighth season episodes, those are the recent ones. Mm. Those are the new, and you call them in your head the new episodes, even though it's been off the air for twenty two years. <laughs> like I do that. Uh, I don't do that. Brian, I, do that. I need to pick your brain for a second, Ryan. Oh, thank God! Someone what is the episode of Next F- Generation? The Wi-Fi password. The rightful heir during the sixth season. What's that about? The rightful heir, I believe, is the episode where Kalis comes back. Mm, okay. You're, you're, you're There's not a your character head, named Torin. You think I'm going to remember the, the, the Torin? Well, usually, you do. I don't know. Well, because I was looking up who played. Um, Zer, because he was like very bizarre, and apparently the last Starfighter was his biggest role. 
But he was also on an episode of Next Generation called Rightful Air. Where he, he played, played Torrin. I don't. I just couldn't remember that episode off the top Torn. of my head. <laughs> but I thought you might, because you know. I remember the episode. It looks like he was a big. Uh, well, I guess he did a lot of. Uh, oh, he was operas. a he was a Klingon. Mm-hmm. He's from Little Rock. I'm looking up Torin on the uh, on the wiki. Yeah, he's a Klingon. Uh, he was like Klingon number seven, as far oh. as I can tell, on an episode That's of a series. Be in our RPG. You want to be Torin? Hold on, did he die? I don't think so. Did he not die? Maybe he died. Oh, Worf talked to him. He told Torin something. He was a monk. Oh, he was Torin is a Klingon monk. monk. <laughs> <laughs> and he was responsible for creating Hold a on. of Kalo of K- My tactical officer is a Klingon monk. Ooh, this could work. I'm not even joking. I this would be like this. this might be the angle we've been looking for. I have a Klingon pacifist as my security chief. Interesting. I like this. It's like having a Quaker. But, Seriously, we'll be under attack. He'll be trying to mediate something. But you know, like a Klingon monk's probably not the same as like, you know. Probably yeah, still carries a battle. <laughs> He's like a paramilitary monk. Right. Oh, for real. Well, you have to because it's like a can opener. You just you know, All right. So, Swiss uh, anyway. so the last Starfighter yes. um, is a story about a, uh, a kid named Alex Rogan who lives in a trailer park in the mountains somewhere, apparently. Yes. And his life is really boring and he's trying to make something of himself. Uh, but he also loves playing this game called The Last Starfighter, I believe it's called. Yep. Yes. Um, he has a girlfriend, uh, I forget her name, Maggie. A very pretty girlfriend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Who loves uh, her Nana. Yeah, she does. loves her Nana a lot. (laughs) Um, But Alex is a good kid, uh, ends up giving up his fun weekend or his fun day at the beach to, you know, help out people in the community and plays The Last Starfighter and gets the highest score ever. Record breaker! Record breaker. Okay, I just want to say for the record... (laughs) I've never in a million years seen that many old people be excited about. One of them was like, "It's a capital ship." What's a capital ship? What was the line? No, um, not capital ship. Control. No. No. Command ship. It's a command ship. What's a command ship? Yeah. Well, there's not that much going. Where does it take place? Do we know where this? Well, it's in California. Is it California? Right. Now, here's my question: Would anyone on the line like to go with those Nimrods in the truck? No. Because that just seems like I would rather well, stay and help the old lady get her electricity. Bob, back. is is Silver Lake a real place? And in- Silver Lake. Let's find. Silver out. I mean, it sounds like it should. Be. I've heard of Silver Lake before. Silver. Me too. Like I feel yeah. like it's. According to Google, thanks, Google, Silver Lake is a residential neighborhood in Los Angeles, California. Um, what? Uh. Yeah. So it's like not a lake. Kind of, there's some kind of lake there, but it looks like it's, you know, suburbia hell, not, you know. Well, that's where they were. Out city. Yeah. That's where they were driving to. I mean, that's not where he lives, but. That's true. Yeah. Now, one of the things I noticed. So, yeah, he lives in a little trailer park. Called Starlight Starbright. And I liked, originally I just thought it had a really old sign, but it actually flashes in sequence. So it it's does. Star, yeah. Light, Starlight Star, Starbright. Right. And then and the I was star, trying to figure star out star. if it was like a Section 8 welfare motel or yeah. if it was just. No, 
I think it's just it's, it's a, a little community. It's, it's, a, a it's, it's just a little community. Well, I couldn't tell from that. Yeah, and they all know each other, and everybody knows your name. This is the original concept for Cheers, but they decided <laughs> to go with the bar. Well, and it's funny, Bob, because it kind of reminded me right away of um, Ready Player One. Because it made yeah. me th- not, not like well because well, he lived in like well, the trailer well, parks became other than stacks. the fact that it wasn't fifty years in the future no, that no, they weren't stacked that they the, weren't abusive and that no, they had but no virtual you know reality I mean. headsets yes a kid who's yes. lost in a video game and right. lives in a trailer park I mean it reminded me of by the way who's the younger brother because I love him the younger who's Lewis the, Lewis you're like what the shit I know <laughs> Lewis was hysterical Lewis was, was pretty funny well I thought when it started because I. I knew the plot line of, yeah, Lewis enjoys a good playboy. Um, I thought when I first watched it that the plot line was going to somehow be that Lewis would grow up and become the Alex character, and this was him at the beginning. What? I, well, I knew nothing about the thing. All I, I knew it was, was like a time travel thing? No, no. What I, what I knew about it was that it was, you know, the kid from Earth plays, does well at the game and gets taken to, to, do the real thing, but I didn't know the concept, so I didn't know if like Lewis was young Alex in scene one, and then fifteen years later, now all of a sudden Lewis is. Oh, okay. I thought okay. it was to be something like that. Where, yeah. Okay. okay yeah, this to is a, probably yeah, his biggest role as well. Yeah, it was other than Fuzz Bucket in <laughs> 1986. So okay, yeah. Um, but basically, uh, as Ryan mentioned, so the game ends up being like some training simulator. For some uh, basic, the actual Galactic Alliance or whatever the heck it's called, and Star League, alien, huh? The Star League. The Star that League. What that's what it was. Yeah. The Star League. Um, thank you. And a alien named Centauri shows up in his space car and basically whisks him away to space. It looks like a DeLorean in a scene. Yeah. That teaches you a lot about stranger danger. Oh my god, I know. When the guy pulls up in the DeLorean and says, hop in, buddy. Like, don't get in the DeLorean. And then he gets it. He's like, that's right. Nothing to fear here. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) Like a sex offender. Don't let him touch you. Then you have yeah. Beta in the backseat. I'm like, let's see, his name is Beta, and he's trying to shake hands with the lead. I wonder if he's going to turn into him for some comedic moments. Yeah. Like yep. episode. Which is basically what he does, because they leave a clone alien behind that looks exactly yep. like him. No, yes. I gotta talk but, it, about it, but it takes a while for him to begin to look like Alex. I gotta talk about this. Now, I, I should stress, I enjoyed the movie. There's movies we've watched that we haven't finished. There's movies that we've yeah. watched and we've declared never to watch them again. I actually enjoyed this movie. I thought there was a couple things I thought were interesting. It was 80s. But one of the things about it is I'm a big fan of like Babylon 5, mid-90s, mm-hmm. early CGI. Like, I'm a fan of like 60s Star Trek where they use the paper mache stuff coming mm-hmm. at you. And I gotta say, this is like the worst CGI I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. You know, it's funny, it's like if you think about it, this actually came out after Return of the Jedi. D- yes! Bob, I said the same thing when she we were did. watching the movie, and I said. Uh-huh. The reason Star Wars, which was the first Star Wars coming out in the late 70s, he holds up so well and you can still enjoy it for its special effects is because they use miniatures. They used real models, so everything looked real. I think that was how they cut the budget to get it. And the film was only a commercial success probably because they saved those few million dollars that but I would even have accepted it. But it if just they, takes you right out. If of they it. watered it down and and had goofy or like much fewer effects and made them look 
somewhat reasonable or even make them look campy but some fit in with the theme of the show because i just i have to feel like the the effects it was almost like a cartoon it was almost like cartoon level cgi because it was so distracting yeah it wasn't it wasn't but to be honest with you Mm -hmm. i thought it was better than i thought it was it was better than i thought it was going to be Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was going to be absolute shit. <laughs> so the not, beta was actually cool. Kind of pleasantly surprised. The beta was the, the makeup work they did on the beta under the sheets. Mm-hmm. When, uh, that was pretty. Yeah, that was good. That I thought was pretty the beta good. was funny. Actually, the beta was fun as a character. Yeah. It's like let me steal these lines from other people. Yeah, while I hit on this girl. Oh I'm my sure. god, that was so funny. And when the other was woman, like, meant the other nothing. girls meant nothing. I'm like, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Danielle had two principal revelations during the movie. One was the 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 um, Return of the Jedi and, and well, I said and, Star Wars in general. Yes. But yeah, and you have another oh, revelation. Out yes, loud. yes, I did. Danielle's watching it, and it's when the base is destroyed. Oh, I have to say, when they destroyed the base, it looked like they actually destroyed the base because it just kind of vanished. Yeah, and then you show up later, <laughs> and it's like perfectly. Cut this spill, away. It's just, just the middle part's gone. Yeah, the middle part's gone. Everything else, yeah. it's all, it's all works. Yeah. Um, Danielle's watching it, and and they're like, you know, one star, one starfighter has has survived, and she's like, wait a minute, he's the last one. Oh, the last star. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's only one left. I'm like, how is he supposed to be? And I'm like, oh, he's the last. <laughs> Maybe that's why they named the movie The Last Starfighter. I should have seen this coming. All I right. really should have seen it coming, but he's probably gonna have to trade people if he wants a day off. Yeah. That's all I could. I don't know. Yeah. So, whoops. I think I will. I will say that I really enjoyed the film, and the fact that I went into it knowing it would be a campy, not great, fantastic movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> If you if you watch the movie with that thought like with that kind of thought process in mind, and quote unquote go for the ride, you'll be great. Um, yes. Otherwise, it's I don't know. It's very eighties to me. It feels very eighties. Well, yeah, eighties is okay though. Some of the best yeah. stuff, like for our generation, eighties is some of the best stuff. But like, I have to feel like, and it's probably I'm sure if I looked it up right now, I have the higher budget. But like when I think of eighties, I think Flight of the Navigator. I think some of like the, well, I say, so I think the Goonies, the Goonies, like some and these movies, you know, they didn't feel like they had small budgets. This one definitely sort of felt like it had a small budget. So I wish they kind of adjusted that. The other thing that felt a little off to me was who was the the, the bad guy? And I have to say, Zer, Zer, Zer. That no, Zer. That was the one that I was looking I have at. The actor. Too, um, again, Babylon Five Nineties. I have mm-hmm. to feel like there's there's a race of aliens on them called the Minbari, and they're these bald aliens who have like bones. For, like, yeah, the, 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 their their bones and their cranium come out of their skin, so they've got like cre- bone crests like on top of their head. And I have to feel like the like Zer's race. They all kind of look like George Costanza. They've all got like you know like the wraparound <laughs> Picard hair with the hair in the back, and he kind of looks like a really weird like the Minbari were kind of. Homaged after them, some I I can't. Yeah, but it but it makes sense because B five one of the major races were the Centauri. The Centauri. So I was like, oh, but ho, also ho. Alpha Centauri, the nearest sun know, to ours, that could have had some. Well, things. then yeah, but still, they the- definitely did look like Minbari with the hair yeah. like that. Well, the weird thing was, and maybe I glanced away for a second, but it was like, all right, so Zer is the is is the is the the the, the head of the good guys. He's his like deranged son. 
Yes. And Zur is leaving the other dudes to wipe out his, his own, own race. race. Yeah. And so he's the principal bad guy. Well, I don't think he wants to wipe them out. He wants to be emperor. Because he's he's got like his little, he's got a staff. And I don't mean secretaries. Like he actually has an actual god. Scepter. Yeah, sta- scepter. It's a, it's a scepter. He has a scepter. With, a, with like a knife in it. Okay. Yeah. And he's, and he kind of, it goes like, ding. And then it <laughs> comes out. It's weird. It's a weird effect. So, so you've got him. All right. And you've got these other little underlings who are like, he's on the bridge, kind of like Voldemort. And they're like, oh, he's making us drive. I'm comfortable. And <laughs> it's like, and because he knows where the base is. Right. So, so he's saying, you will listen to me because I know where the right. base is. So then yeah. they go and they blow up the base because some guy takes like dynamite. And I, I figured it was dynamite because I think it actually said dynamite on the side. And it was like this giant, like... The thing with the with the little wires coming out of it, and he, what's the stuff? The thing that they, yeah, it's like it's they a, blew, like the, no, he threw it on the panel. Oh, oh, that guy! Like seriously, do they not have metal detectors? Because that thing even it said bomb on it. It's like well, remember it like flashing. <laughs> remember the bath yeah, mat that was, said bath mat in Paradigm of Uncertainty? Like it, it was that flashing. Was backwards, though. Yeah, it was like yeah, maybe it said bomb in reverse, and no one could understand it. So 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 it blew them all up. So now. Crazy scepter ding dude is still in charge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he d- something happened. They he said that the last starfighter, and then the lo- the line cut off. So he's like, "It's dead. The last starfighter is dead." Mm-hmm. And then it turned out he wasn't dead. I'm not yet dead. So basically, what happened was deranged ding dude guessed what the line was, got it wrong. Got it wrong. So then they like cart him out and he's like, I will be back. <laughs> I'll shoot. And like, he's gone. He he gets in an escape pod. And you see him like in an escape pod yeah, later. Yeah, because what happens is they all, like, he the, the ship, the command ship at that point is under attack from the last Starfighter. So yes. there's like, they, 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 they fall, his guards fall, he grabs the scepter, whacks him in the face with it, and then he shoots himself out in a skate pod. Mm-hmm. So you expect so him you to missed be that on Earth waiting. I just blinked. Well, you expect something because it's like he's the bad guy. No, they just it, imply it. that he's still out there and that that's why they want him back up. That's why they want Alex to stay in space. Right. Unless they're thinking of a sequel. But that was the thing. But then it's like the, then the two Nimrods who finally relieved him of command and God knows why they waited as long as they did because you yeah. think like. Because yeah, he, he he was a jerk. He was pretty stupid. But he gave up the information that crucially that he needed in like the thirty minute mark of a, of an hour forty minute movie. So I don't know why they held on to him for the next hour. I would right. And so that, so they hang on to him, and then they get like shot at by by by, by Lance there, whatever his name is, Lance Guest. He shoots at them. But Alex, Alex. Alex. And then they're like, "What do we do? We die!" And then they explode. And that was okay. Clearly. Like the entire no, like they so Alex the they said strategically if they took out the that turret the like the command turret or whatever mm-hmm. it would disable the ship's ability to like be in formation okay. and then they took out communication so the ships couldn't communicate with each other either mm-hmm. so it was strategic. And then he hit that magic. But that happened earlier. Made him hit everything. He just went around wildly. Yes. No, I thought that happened earlier. And the shooter shit. He shot. He he shot all over them. But no, I thought he already did that. 
and then they lost power and and and, Zer- and 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 someone was like ramming speed. What was the ramming speed thing? Because then remember he like took the panel off and they rewired it and they moved out. That of the was way. after he shot all the the individual fighter. Was that after Zer left? Zer yeah, yeah Zer was gone. Zer was okay. gone at that. It point. just seemed a little like it was kind of like the first season of Heroes, a lot of build up and then just kind of. Know. Like that was my only. That was like yeah. the big action sequence of the movie was him taking out all those ships. Yeah, but I wish it was kind of like you haven't seen the last of me and jumps in the escape pods and ship blows up. Like it was more. Well, like, I think he actually said I'll be back and he jumped into the escape pod. He, he pretty much That's did say that. One hour. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, but it was it just yeah, when I he got dragged. Out, expecting him weird. to be waiting. Yes. I okay. Really was I was expecting, you know, them to land on Earth and. Oh, he gets the girl, and as they're getting on the ship, then Zerg shows up and oh. tries to kill him. That's what I was waiting for. I was thinking that Maggie wasn't really going to go with him. Yeah, I started to think that. Right? I was like, wow, yeah, this is an interesting plot point. And, like, I like it at the very end, the Nana's like, you know, it's fine, you know, I'll stay, just write to me, go, go, go. And then, like, as Nana's walking off, I'm like, don't worry, you know, she could live three, four years. Like, well, <laughs> Nana's apparently a little nuts because she's got a fucking shotgun. Did you see the shotgun? <laughs> she was about to shoot that alien. <laughs> They're all a little touched I know. Well, you know, California. <laughs> Hey, you like wait their guns. And Bob's like, wait. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Are you kidding yeah. me? Well, it depends on where in California, but yeah, I, I love the part, though, where um, he's in the car and he's with Centauri. Yeah. And Centauri, like, takes off his face. Oh, my God. That was so weird. He's, like, washing his <laughs> He's balls. got, like, his eyeballs. His eyeballs. Today I mentioned this. Yes. He's washing his eyeballs. That was very cool at the very end of it, like when okay, now who was the 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 pilot on the last Starfighter? Um, yeah, what was his his name? name? They called him like an overgrown iguana. Yes. Well, he comes down. Endurian. Oh yeah. And he comes down and he's like, "I'd like you to meet, you know, Otis. Hello, Otis." Like he's like, yeah. And then he goes up to someone else, Konishiwa. Like he's like he like he knows what to say to every single person. I think he maybe taught him some key phrases. Translator on him. But only on Alex. Like well, he shouldn't I think have. Everybody had one. Really? No, not on Earth. Not at the end. No, oh, but not on Earth. Did he ha- but did so I wondered if he taught him enough. I don't know. Because no. he seemed to I, know I what know. to say to every person. He, he, well, has- he said it was nice to meet you. It was like pleasure to meet you. Oh, great pleasure to meet you. Yes, I thought he was gonna, like ask out someone. What was the the woman had a great line? The, one of the old ladies. No. Oh, what did she say? It was pretty funny. She had a, she had a good way when they were introduced. Oh, her. well, what is it? was she the one who was like any friend of Alex is a friend of mine or something? So, no, it was no. like it was almost like oh hello welcome like it yeah. was just like this really yeah. bizarre kind of kind of line. Yeah, like those it. ladies don't have much going on in their day. They don't. They just want. What well, I did like about soaps. the movie is they they if you notice they keep the um, the, the trailer park very. Um, claustrophobic and insulated and like that's the entire world it's like there's one cop who gets killed and there's like the yokels in, in the truck but it's basically the entire world is that trailer park and, and the little yeah. store in it and the, and, the, and the game and all that stuff and at the very end I thought that was really cute with the brother goes and like has to start playing the game so he can get mm-hmm. so he too can be recruited by the star league yes 
when he's older. Yeah, it definitely now definitely seems like it should have been set up for a sequel, but why would they make a sequel to that? Well, it could have done. Well, I mean, you know, like, I'm sure maybe they would have if it was more Well, I read that they were going to make an actual game of it, but it would have been too expensive. They were going to make an actual... Yeah, no, they, they were going to make a game, but they just they thought the project died out. And they were going to bring it back as actually a sequel in the last, like, five years, but there's issues with rights. Oh, really? And, hmm. Well, a remake, probably, at this point. You really can't. Yeah. You have to really update the special effects. <laughs> Apparently, however, uh, the re- another... Okay, I'm sorry. Another reason why this movie came onto my radar is because they are remaking it. Oh, really? They're going to be doing a television series. Oh, hmm. interesting. So, I don't know, like, or they're, or they're doing development for it. I don't know how it's going to happen. Okay. That's it fun. Coming, it is coming back. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. That's so. fun. Yeah, so it was, it was good. Like, I was actually glad because it, it's a cool spin on Armada that's actually not. I was afraid at one point it would be, like, the exact plot line of Armada and it's clearly not. No, mm-hmm. it's not. No. Without now, we should not say anything. We're not going to say anything about Armada. We're going to um, suggest everyone go and read. Um, if you haven't read Ready Player One, read that. But um, certainly mm-hmm. read Armada by Ernest Klein. His I would second say book. read Armada first, since if you want to be able to listen to our episode. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. Week. Now, I want without any spoilers or discussing the plot in any way of Armada, just so we can kind of preview the next podcast. I know the reviews of Armada have been mixed on Amazon and Goodreads. And that's probably to be expected because everyone's comparing it to Ready Player One. And guess what? It's not Ready Player One. It's a well, story. Follow up, a follow-up novel is always... It's sort of difficult to follow your first yeah. novel. And I, 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 I hate a casual vacancy. I never finished it. So, like, you know, and I love Joe Rowling. So, I mean, it's hard to do something different than what you've done before. But I want to ask this. On a scale of, like, one to five, you know, five stars, Bob, what would you give Armada? I've already had this discussion with Sue. <laughs> was this in the meeting before the episode? No, this is when I finished the book and I needed to talk to somebody. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. I just want to give some... My end on a 1 to 10 scale. Um, if I, I'll, you know, I'll give some context. For me, on a scale of 1 to 10, Ready Player One is a 10. Mm-hmm. It is the best book I have ever read. It is my favorite book of all time. Wow. It's amazing. The Harry Potter series, as a collective series, is a 9 out of 10. Whoa. It's it's great and amazing, uh, but it's a 9. Armada, I'd put it at a 7. I think that's a little higher than you had it when we talked. I mean, that's still pretty high. Uh, 7 or 6. Thank you for reminding us, Sue. It's a a good book. Um, It's not Ready Player One. No, um, it's not. It's not. But mm. but it was fun. But I but well oh, brief over brief would be I enjoyed it. I would encourage people to read it uh, and definitely tune in next week for our review because I have lots of things to say. Or whenever Danielle finishes it. Don't worry, I'll finish. She'll finish. Okay. No worries. Way, I just don't. Yeah, want to. I I I. Well, okay, tell you what. I'll say this one thing now. I had a freak out moment. Where, mm. like, I thought that this book was going to be, like, even more the thing for me than, uh, say, Ready Player One. I don't think this is a, I don't think this is a spoiler at all. But you thought the plot was going to be different than it actually was. No, 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 no. 
So the main character is talking about his life and all these things and how he lives in this podunk little town. And all of a sudden, he says the name of the town. Yeah. And the name of the town is Beaverton, Beaverton Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> I lived in Beaverton, Oregon. Oh, really? When I, when I lived in Oregon, that's where I lived. So oh, no kidding. Like, oh, my God, it's the same place. I know what they're talking about. And I was excited. And you were like, yes. And then, no. And then there was references to Malibu Grand Prix. And I was like, oh, my God, this book is my childhood. Oh. But anyway. So, yeah. I, I, to answer your question, Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, in that case, I'd probably say on a scale of one to five, I'd say a three. Okay. Is that about what you gave? I gave it. A, I gave it a three and a half. Well, I like. I'm like. It's not a three because I've given books threes and I've enjoyed them less. Like it's not a four. So I'm like. It's so on Goodreads. I look like an idiot because I'm like it's a solid three and a half, and I gave it four stars because they don't, they only <laughs> let you do half stars. But yeah, it oh, was. Really? Yeah, it was. Um, I feel like, and we'll get into it next week. I feel like it tried to do too much, and it tried to be like. There's episodes of. Of like say Star Trek that try and like have so many explosions and so much stuff and then they've got the battle scene then they've got the crying scene then they've got this sometimes quieter is better sometimes you don't have to be as so flashy you can do it um yeah yeah is it we want to go into full blown review mode okay so I'm gonna yeah. give it three and a half so that's like a seven Bob's giving it about a seven Sue what do you give it I think I gave it about a four oh of uh, five or ten. Four out of five. Okay, so that's an eight. Okay, so that's an eight. Because you know me, I you know. Yeah, you love everything except chickens and yeah, except chickens. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking chickens! Except chickens. I'm surprised the chicken didn't get the shovel. Except chickens and baby squirrels and skunks and possums. I was so mad. I (laughs) my hands on her. I'm gonna kill her. And then I said, No, I'm not because it's too hard to dig her a grave. It's like dark soup. Whoa! Dark soup. So seriously, I gotta dark say, soup. perhaps this I'm is bad. She's gone over to the dark side. All right, so I gotta say, this is perhaps. There's your title for the episode. Write it yes. down. I'll Sue need it tomorrow. Gone over to the dark. I'll write that. So uh, perhaps not the best way to, to to bring us into next week's discussion of Armada by saying it's a solid seven out of ten. Go read it. But I think it's definitely a book that you you'll enjoy, yeah, even if, if it's if you, it's not the best book of all time. Will Wheaton reading it, then it's even better. Yes. So good. Are we ready for me to hit the button for Bob? All right, let's explain. I think it's time to read our very first ever Poofwa fanfic on air. It's the second week in a row that Bob gets to read on yeah. air. I get to read on the air a lot. Actually, I have to do some voiceover work when we're done here. I'm doing a favor for uh, Daniel. Ow. Daniel, I'm not doing. It's not Daniel. I'm sorry. Don't let me uh, do it. Hang on. Oh, God, Sue. We're waiting on Sue's broadband. I was going to say, wow, did I hire no, Bob to do something and I it's forgot? It's too long. It won't let me. It, it can only be 8,000 words or something like that. For what? So I, Skype won't do Skype it. Skype has a character limit? We'll send him, like, Apparently. the first half, and by the time he... I'm going to try. Okay. Well, do not try. Just just do. It's, there is no try. There's, there's only two. Do or do okay, not. There is no try. Right. You've oh, got I'm it. Sorry. You know what's really annoying? Total side point. When um, Danielle corrects your grammar. No, it's okay. No, that's fine. No, I, I, it's a total side point of like, uh, all right. So you know how like, Star Wars has made the Force be with you? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. In the Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. there is a phrase that is, say, that is said to you at the end of every dungeon. Yes. It is, may the way of the hero lead, lead to, to the, the Triforce. Yeah. You know how many ner- Zelda nerds don't get that right? It's amazing. And it just annoys the crap out of me. Really? Like, 
Well, because the thing is, is during uh, Summer to Games Done Quick, which is a, uh, a charity event held by the speedrunning community on Twitch, or just the community in general, mm-hmm. where they basically for a week play video games and beat them as fast as they possibly can. Oh, fun. And this year, yeah, and this year they were raising money for uh, Doctors Without Borders. Nice. Uh, they raised one million two, basically $1.2 million. Nice. Which is insane. Yeah. Or it's playing video games. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah. So, like, but during the Zelda stuff, like, everyone was, like, pushing, like, because you could like, give a donation and make a me- leave a message and they'd read it on the, on the stream. And people would just screw it up. Like, it's like, may the Triforce be with you. I'm like, no, that no. is not No, 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 no. Even I know that. And, I'm, I mean, I've, I mean, I've only played f- to completion, like, Link to the Past. Right. But come on. Yeah, every you're right. Every time you beat a castle or something, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Triforce. This is not difficult. Okay. (sighs) All I have is is Battlestar Galactica. So say we all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like saying like uh, so say we few or something. (laughs) In Valen's Um, name, or so we all say. It just doesn't sound the same. There's actually. Can I just tell you, there, there's, there's, I gotta do this real fast. There is a Star Trek episode about imposters. Someone's impo- like imperson, imposterizing. Imposturing? Are you making up words? They're impersonating the crew of Voyager and they've got like the fake Voyager and they've got like their Starfleet uniforms with like the huge comm badges because they're trying to like get people to give them stuff because they'll think it's actually Voyager. And they, they're just off a little bit. The episode is called Live Fast and Prosper. And that's all um, I can picture right now. <laughs> Live Fast and Prosper. That's good. All right. So, so apparently, Cora just posted the Puffwa curse strikes again. So uh, hopefully, she's okay. Oh, she's okay. Well, all right. As we think about her, we're going to embarrass me. Her fanfic. Yes. Of us, which is weird. Yeah. Sue. Okay. All right. Oh wow, this is going to be really weird to read. Okay. <laughs> uh, I should have probably told you to email it to me. Well, we can't do that now because we're live. Why is the story at me as the title? Oh, well, whatever. Okay. Why I get the impression this is going to really turn on me. There we go. All right. It's going to turn on you or turn you on. I'm not sure which. Whoa. Whoa. All right, here we go. The legend of Hufflepuff Bob. Which, because aren't there like multiple of us, but whatever. Well, it's Hufflepuff, anyway. damn. Is, isn't uh, Bob the Squirrel King in Hufflepuff? Yeah, he's mm, no, he's Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Oh, so I'm the only Hufflepuff Bob. Oh, interesting. You are the okay. only Hufflepuff Bob. Even though I'm not really a Hufflepuff, but hey. All right. Ryan. A muggle-born Hufflepuff was getting ready for a blind date. <laughs> I need to get better friends. Wait, do you guys, do you guys have this, by the way? I'm no, right. no, I I'm, I'm, I'm listening to every word, Bob. listening. Okay. I need to get better friends. Who thinks setting me up on a blind date could possibly end well? He glared at the mirror once more before he decided to face his impending doom. It was a Hogsmeade weekend, and Ryan owed his friend Robert a favor. The Slytherin girl that Robert was interested in refused to go on a date unless he could find uh, unless he could also find a date for her friend as well. Robert knew this would somehow blow up in his face, but he decided to take the risk anyway. Who am I going out with? Ryan asked Robert when they met in the Hufflepuff common room. You'll just have to wait until we get to the three broomsticks to find out, won't you? You set me up with an ugly friend, haven't you? Yes, and you owe me a favor. Now let's go. <laughs> Fine, but I reserve the right to leave at any point during that date. You, who are you going with? Bellatrix Black. Are you fucking insane? She would hex you for just being a muggle-born. Yes, 
But you, you know what they say about crazy women? He wiggled his eyebrows. I'm guessing that's me. I'm, I've lost yes. who's who. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So basically, this is me going on a date with Umbridge, or the and you're going on a date with the woman I could have dated, but I yes. chose. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Because you Bob likes you. crazy women. You've lost. Actually, I really don't. Because you know what they say. Yeah. You know what they say about crazy women. Anyway, have you lost your goddamn mind? You scream like a little girl if you encounter a bee, but you're willing to sleep with Bellatrix Black? It is my sacred duty as a Hufflepuff to take you to see Madame Pomfrey. No, Ryan. It is your sacred duty as a Hufflepuff to honor your debt. Fine. We'll go to Hogsmeade. Like I reserve the right to t- say I told you so. Let's go. We're supposed to meet. We should be reading this together, actually. You should be reading I was just that. thinking that. All right, no, send, send me the thing, and I'm going to jump in here. Cause... How, how, about, how, about we, how about we, just for the sake of just editing, we edit this out, and then we just read it together? Oh, no, no. We got to do the live. We got to do the live. Just send, send me the thing. All right, fine. Okay. Danielle, talk and entertain the listeners. Talk about pregnancy. Well, no, in that case, I'll just keep going. I'll just keep going. Talk about pregnancy. No, Bob right. can just keep going. Okay. I'm just going to keep going. All right. Where was I? Let's go. We're supposed to meet them in a half an hour. They left the co- their common room and sauntered down to the ground floor. I would love to see Ryan and I sauntering. Places. Sauntering. Mm. Sauntering. Strangers How do you convince Bellatrix Black to go on a date with a muggle-born? My surname is Burke, and yours is Abbott. Burke and Abbott are the two of the t- t- sacred 24 pureblood families. Andrew McMillan told me that in, a- in our first year when he asked if my father was Ronan or Crispin, then I then explained to Burke that, is a co- that Burke is a common surname in, the mu- in Muggle England. He then told me how the families are all related in the wizarding world. So you're going to lie by omission about being a pure blood to Bellatrix Black. May I have your... Wait, I should move my mic out of the way so I can read this. May I have your broom when you die? Shut up, Ryan. It's going to work. You say that now, Ryan retorted sarca- sar- sar- sardonically. Sardo- I can't even read that word. Sardonically. Sardana, ah, whatever. When, <laughs> I can't read. When they walked... <laughs> <laughs> that will go in the intro, so i write that down. Yeah. When they walked through the main doors of the castle, they could feel the chill of an October morning. Wow, I, I love the description. I feel chilly. I'm so hot right now, by the way. There's no air conditioning on. This is the hottest recording. Oh, sorry, I apologize. I'm complaining. They walked into, into, They walked in a companionable silence from the grounds of Hogwarts to its gate. No one can pass through the gate until I see your permission slip signed by your guardians, said Mr. Pringle, the caretaker. Ryan and Robert found their permission slips in the pockets of their robes and handed them to the the cankerous man. man. Cantankerous. Cantankerous. Sorry. He may have cankers. That's also... (laughs) Probably so. All right. His nod to the boys was the only sign of acknowledgement he gave. Some days he almost made Bellatrix seem compassionate. He had canned. He had caned Arthur Weasley for the crime. <laughs> he canned <laughs> Arthur Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you don't let me read for him. Caned Arthur Weasley for the crime of being caught out after a curfew last year. Ryan was. I love how that we are the same age as Arthur Weasley. Ryan. Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> Arthur's like ninety-two now. Exactly. Granddad Weasley. Granddad Weasley. Okay. Ryan and Robert found their permission slips in their pockets of their robes and handed them to the... Oh, wait. No, yeah, I did that. I said that. Never mind. It's not to the... Bo- Where was I? Okay, there we go. Ryan was certain that the only thing that could be worse than going on a blind date arranged by Bellatrix would be serving detention with a Pollyon Pringle? I don't know. 
anyway, at least Bellatrix couldn't have had have him murdered in plain sight while they were still in school. Ryan, try not to look at it as though you're going to a funeral. Bob, I am going to a funeral. You're just remaining in denial. Ryan, just try to have a little bit of fun with it. Fine, let's get this over with. When they arrived at the three broomsticks, they ordered two butterbeers and found a table for four. A few minutes later, Bellatrix Black and Dolores Umbridge joined them at their table. Ryan Court a questioning <laughs> eyebrow at the Robert and received a nod of agreement in return. Ryan had heard about Umbridge from some of the other students who had the misfortune of talking to her or hearing what she had to say. Ryan gave a one-sided smile and laughed. He decided he was going to take Bob's advice and have a little bit of fun on the state. <laughs> Robert, Robert decided, I, I, just, I just realized my name keeps changing. Robert decided <laughs> that he did not like the tone of the laughter and invited Bellatrix to go with him to Honeydukes under the guise of allowing Ryan and Dolores to become acquainted. Wait, so who, I don't know who's I would like now. that, Robert. Oh, this is going to be fun. Hold on, which one's Sue? Who's Sue? I don't know. I don't have the story. Come around, come around. Hold oh. on. Hold on, hold on. We're, on. We're, we're, we're modifying our uh, recording. We're modifying. This is the best thing we've ever done. All right, here we go. Wait, who needs Master Vic Theater when you got this? Hold on, is Danielle, which one's Danielle? Is Danielle Bellatrix or is she Dolores Umbridge? I have to be Umbridge. You want to go on this side? Hold on, hold on. We're situated. So I'm guessing though I would like that Robert would be Bellatrix. We should have had this in script form. We didn't see this I coming. I didn't know this, this was going to happen. All right, so this is Bellatrix, so that's Sue. Wait, so am I playing, sorry, am I playing Umbridge? Umbridge. You're Dolores Umbridge. All right, where are we? My woman. Okay, we are at... I, we I are would at, like that, Robert. Please call me Bob, Robert answered with a small smile. Robert and Bellatrix left the other two without a further word. Who are you? I don't believe we've met. Dolores asked in a sickly sweet voice. I'm Ryan Abbott. Oh, I guess I'm Abbott. He said as he offered his hand for her the shake, and you are? Dolores Umbridge. She said after they shook hands. What's that funny design on the face of your watch? I guess it works in Hogsby. Oh, it's the Star Trek logo. What's a Star Trek? Star Trek is the name of a TV show. What's a TV show? It's like moving pictures for muggles, except their moving pictures can have sound and voices. Dolores' face contorted in a look of disgust. <laughs> Why would you want to have anything mugglish? Muggles have wonderful things, some wonderful things... Let's assume I forgot to say that. Muggles have some wonderful things they have invented without using magic. Why would a pureblood know anything about muggle inventions? Hmm, that's a good question. I would be foolish not to embrace technology that wizards do not have. Also, many of my friends are muggle-born, so why wouldn't I try and learn more about their cultures and customs? It's been reported that muggle scientists in the U.S. That's the United States. Will soon be sending people to the moon. How old am I? Even witches and wizards can't survive in outer space. Ryan's smile was smug as Dolores' face. Oh, I'm breathing Bob's line. I just got carried away. Oh, wait, sorry. Ryan's <laughs> smile was smug as Dolores' face turned red. You are not a respectable pureblood, then, if you're a muggle lover. I carry the name of noble... I'm sorry, I forgot myself for a moment. Excuse me. I carry the name of the noble and ancient house of Abbott, said no one ever. I don't recall hearing of an ancient and noble house of Umbridge. I guess my blood is more pure than yours. Oh, those fine words. Dolores spluttered, not quite finding the words she was looking for. What's the matter, Dolores? Does one of your disgusting cats have your tongue? I would Eat never your say that. Other favorite said. line. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm sorry. That's me again. Dolores went to grab her wand to hex him, but Ryan was quicker. You know, I'm not in the habit of hexing witches, but for you, I may make an exception. Oh, whatever do you mean, Mr. Abbott? Her voice took a more... What is this fancy <laughs> word? Saccharin! Saccharin, oh, wow. Quality. Oh, I have a big line here. Here we go. You obviously have some muggle heritage, yet you hate muggles and muggle-borns. That leads me to believe you have an inferiority complex to that you're not being a pureblood. You're a vile, hateful, and you prey on those who go on to defend yourselves. This day's probably over. Muggles and muggle-borns are not the problem with our society. It's people like you that cause all the problems because of their inferiority complex. I had not met you before today, but I have heard you heard of you and all the things you have done to people you yeah. called... What happened? What? What's wrong? Yeah, no. Keep going. Going too fast. Uh, oh, I had not met you before today, if I were to recap what I just said, but I have heard of you and all of the things you have done to people who you called out on not being as pure-blooded as you claim to be. The only reason the Bellatrix Black embraces you is because you spread your propaganda against muggles. If not for that, you would not have anything to offer them, and they would shun you. You don't even fit the mold for any of the houses because you're short. The only reason you went to Slytherin is because of your ambition. It's the only trait you have from any of the founders. Dolores's eyes could no longer conceal the hate they the hate they held within. <laughs> Fuck you! She hissed as she stood to leave. Before she could leave, Ryan deadpan. Now picture I'm saying this with a British accent because I just realized I haven't been using one. No thanks. Even with Muggle condoms, I might catch something. <laughs> she turned and raised her wand to him, but no words came from her mouth. Oh, I'm, I thought so. Oh, by the way, never judge a, judge a person based on surnames alone. I am a Muggle-born. Cross. Dolores started to shout. <laughs> 200 points from Slytherin, Miss Umbridge. We'll be going to see the headmaster now to discuss your punishment. 30 points to Hufflepuff, Mr. Abbott. I heard the whole conversation. Thanks, Minnie. <laughs> Ryan could not stop smiling for the rest of the day. When he got back to the Hufflepuff common room, he found Robert sitting in a chair, sorting his purchases, purchases from Zonko, Zonko's joke shop. Biffle, how was your date with Bellatrix, Bob? It was great. We're going out again. We're going out again on the next Hogsmeade weekend. Why is your hair slime green? Oh, Bellatrix hexed me. I told you so. Why are you going out with her again? I just lost my place. Uh, where was I? Think Sorry. of your inspiration. She still though. doesn't know. Oh, she still doesn't know I'm a muggle-born. She asked me because I said I hated green. Hmm. There's something wrong with you. Ryan, why are you smiling after your date with Umbridge? I pissed her off so much she tried to hex me. McGonagall had heard and seen everything, so she lost 200 points and I got awarded 30 points. Sounds like quite the show. It's surprisingly fun making fun of people. Damn, that was such a good line. I gotta go back. Back it up, back it up. <laughs> it's surprisingly fun making people miserable if they have extreme political views. Uh, oh, well. Good night, Ryan. Night, Bobo. Robert and Ryan became legends in Hufflepuff House. Robert was a muggle-born who discovered how much how much of a freak <laughs> Bellatrix, <laughs> Bellatrix Black was in the sheets and lived to tell the tale. Ryan gave away the secret of getting revenge on Dolores Umbridge to all of his fellow Hufflepuffs. There is never truly a dull day for the Hogwarts staff. That's how you do it. Yeah. That is Good how you job, do it. Everyone. Thank you, Cora. Thank you very much, Thank Cora, you, for Cora. writing that. That, that was, was very a fun. lot of fun. We should do this more in the future. We should. 
this before. That was yeah, fun. Yeah. We need things that we can read like that. That would have been fun if we'd have thought of that from the beginning. <laughs> that would have been fun if we thought of that eight years ago. We could have been. Able- <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, so is there anything else that we wanted to talk about today? Read Armada. Read, read Armada. Armada. That is for sure. Three oh, out of four stars. The th- this particular fanfic that we just read will be available on the website uh, at pointofviewweekly.com uh, so be sure to go there to check it out and read it yourself unless you know you know you enjoyed our audio uh, you don't need to you have it on tape I mean you can just listen to us we kind of butchered it yeah, we, we kind of really did butcher we it we did do that but, yeah, yeah we should know. read it again saccharin cantankerous that, that would be no fun <laughs> The cankerous. The cankerous. All right, so let me get this straight. So I was born in like 1950 because <laughs> I'm there for the moon landing. <laughs> well, I, I, you have to realize that basically, if we she wanted to do the whole Ryan and Bob in Hufflepuff dating the crazy women of Slytherin, no, maybe that we works. Had be, we had to be that old. No, wait, that actually works because the series takes place in the 90s. Right. So if I was born in the mid 50s, I'd be like 14 by the by the late. 60s, and then that would put me at Hogwarts around for. Oh, that could actually work. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, it does work. how old's Arthur? I don't know about the Arthur. Well, maybe Arthur was a senior, and, and, and I'm like a friend. Okay, that could actually work. Yeah, whatever. Okay. We're not. We're not. We're not debating the the canonicity of this fanfic. We're not. No, it's just, it was very well written. Thank you, Cora. And uh, no, that actually makes sense. I forgot when Harry Potter took place. That's my problem. <laughs> I did. All right, well, with that, unless if there is anything else, that's going to bring this episode of Point of View Weekly to a close. We hope that you guys have been uh, enjoying listening to our show. We'll let you guys know when we'll be recording or roughly when our next episode will be coming out on the Facebook. Uh, so be sure to check out that. If you want any more information. The Facebook? The Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook, I love uh, the that. Fa- uh, the Facebook community. Uh, but you can also check out more uh, information at our website at pointofviewweekly.com. And be sure to check out all the other members of the, uh, the Potterfic Weekly family, including Potterfic Weekly at potterficweekly.com, the Poofo Exchange at poofoexchange.com. Good luck spelling and, it. Huh? I said good luck spelling it. Good luck spelling it. And finally, <laughs> Poofo Plays over at twitch.tv backslash Poofo Plays. Yep, and I think that's pretty much it. So until then, uh, from all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, I've been Bob. I've been Ryan. I'm Danielle. And I'm Sue. And we'll catch you guys next time. Stay off Sue's farm. If you she'll kill, she will kill you if she catches you trespassing. Unless if it's too much work to bury you a grave, then she won't. She makes you dig your own grave. It's it's. She'll just dip, throw you in the. She will. The backfield. You want to know the really sad thing? I mowed the field the other day, and the grave I dug for the skunk had been dug up, and something ate the skunk. No. It was just a little bit of fur left. Coyote? Tasty. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.